Back again, another episode of But I Don't Know, though. Saying that with a lot of confidence, I think I finally understand exactly how to say it. It's your co-host here, Avery Mason, right here with Mr. Phil Hunt. What up, Phil? What up, folks? We, we in the building. We here. Already sipping. You announced yourself as the co-host, so what am I? You're I also was... a co-host. So we're both co-hosts, so yes. there's no main host. There's no main host, no. Interesting. That's right. You are Stuart Scott. I am... One of the other white guys. Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt, SVP. That's right. Boko SVP. Host. He's a good one. Oh. That was the good old sports center. Yeah, days, booyah. Man. Stuart Scott, rest it, in peace, man. He was a good one. It really bothers me when I listen to the sports caster. I was just watching uh, the Summer League, and this guy, one of the young guys, dunked it. He almost hit his head on the rim. Mm-hmm. And the guy doing the color was like, What do you say? He, he just got a body. Mm-hmm. He dunked on somebody, and he was like, Oh! So and so, he just got a body, and I was like, See, Stuart Scott and them, they were the, the beginning of that, you know, kind of bringing some hip hop, yeah. bringing some slang, bringing some swag to ESPN. But I agree with you that sometimes it goes too far where you're like, and then that's an interesting thing because it's just when he says caught it, caught a body generationally. Yeah. Even uh, what's the young girl has a song? What is her name? Her name is Dreezy. She's a decent, decent uh, kind of singer. She's one of them singer, rapper, kind of hybrid chicks. Right. Midwest, too. So I, I really fucks with Dreezy. But she's got a song called A Body. And that was like 2016, 15, maybe. Mm-hmm. It was hot. And it was making me... It was weird to hear from me because I'm going to us in the older generation. That means... Jones I murdered yeah, somebody. Murdered, murdered somebody, yeah. So to see a new generation be like, how many bodies you got, bro? I got more bodies than you. You go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Should y'all be talking about this shit on the phone? Yeah, I got a lot of bodies and no eye, um, eyebrow tattoos. And then they like, them. nah, call a body to us. That means who you who you fucked, how many people yeah. you slept with, yeah, X, yeah. Y, Z, whatever, whatever, whoop-de-whop. And we just like, huh? <laughs> I, just, I just, when he said it, though, I'll be honest, when he said it, to me, it sounded like he said, and boom goes the dynamite. That's how it felt when he said, I just caught a body. I was like, it feels like he said, boom. And even that one is like hoops talk, you yeah. know, basketball talk, that there's so many words for rim and, like, mm-hmm. dunking on people. It's back in the day we used to be like, oh, you got poked on, bro. You know what <laughs> I mean? You can't say that in Harlem. That was no, in Georgia. No. In Harlem, they gonna pause that twice. Oh man, stop talking like that. Poked on. Poked on. Banged on. I like the guy, the the, the color, the play by play guy. Every time someone hits a shot, bang. <laughs> What's his name? Um. Yeah, I don't know who that I is. Can't, I can't remember his name. But then even with you, when yeah, you think bang. of like when That's you think of like the rim, there's so many like slang words for the rim, right? Yeah. Oh boy, you got to get to the rack, you got to get to the cup. Take, take it to the hole. Get to the bucket, get to the this, the hole, the right. this, the that. It's like, yo. I'm just the I'm, only word with probably more slang terms than that would probably be like I feel like we only had slang words for things we like and things we hate. Like, nothing in between. Right. So you think about the two most slang words probably are the cops. Right. Twelve. Pigs. Uh, what else? Five-o. Five-o, yeah. Why five-o when it's nine-one-one? DT. 
Yeah, New Yorkers, y'all got a lot of those. Yeah, I got some slang too. I did some research, and I found some Indiana slang. Um, I just wanted to bring it to you, see if you've heard of this. Now, I don't know who wrote this, but you can some of the w- language they're using here. You can probably tell they weren't one black people, but. Let's give it a go. Let's see if Phil knows any of these. And these uh, catchphrases from Indiana. This already reminds me of the time uh, Watch made it to one of these publications. <laughs> uh, what was this publication? I don't know. But one Washed, of these liberal uh, white publications. Right it was now. one of the, um, like the, not Huffington Post, but one of the other ones. Matter of fact, Atlantic? I'm going to Google it right now. And it was just funny. Was it, we were all like, it, oh, God. Was Washed it a white one? Over. It wasn't the root. I had to maybe the Atlantic or uh, what is one of those other? I don't the even Onion? think it was Atlantic, but hold on, I'm gonna find it. He's but it was just it right funny because it was just like, wait, washed. So you're listening to, but I don't know that we're in a catch up segment um, here with Mr. Avery Mason, Avery Mason official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. Follow Phil, who's doing some research right now on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I am Phil Hunt. While he looks up. This uh, article that used the word washed. You know, let's talk about white people appropriating hip hop culture and then trying to use it to make it sound cool. You can still read me these while I'm thinking about it. You okay, know? you all right, so these are some of the catchphrases from Indiana. A lot of people give give New York a lot of credit for some of the slang we came up with, but And everybody knows y'all. Y'all goes international. Mm-hmm. Art just kinda stays and dies somewhere between Kentucky and Tennessee. Well, so, Ayo and Yo are everywhere in the world. Like I feel like that's that what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all's goes international, as they say. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. You can make it anywhere. Right. So even the words y'all use. So let know, me see. Have you ever heard anyone ever in Indiana say what this country needs is a good five cent cigar? No. Never, never heard, heard anyone that. say that. What See, a, these are just old sayings that, like, your parents, it might be generationally. Yeah, maybe. What about it's a doozy? Yeah, I've heard plenty of people say that. That's that's that's, that's a good, good old Midwestern term. I I doed it. A little, a little, but that's For a real? real country person, like rides a tractor with hay in their mouth type shit. Okay, so maybe that's who wrote this because this next one, it ain't Vendel Vilky. What? I, that's who wrote this. I don't know if that's who wrote it. But that's a saying. But it's a saying. According to this, call him the old school Donald Trump. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But see, my mother has several, you know, sayings that are just old school, right? What you got? Like with the uh, fight or flight kind of thing, right? Mm. In response to fight or flight, she would kind of say, you know, it's better to be a dead duck than a live chicken. You ever hear that one? I thought it was better to be a live chicken than a dead duck. Yeah, that's what I just said. No, you said it's better to be a live duck than a dead I just said it's better to be a live chicken than a dead duck. We will have to go to the replay. Though. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to go to the instant replay. <laughs> Confused on that one. But yeah, I've heard you say that before when we talked about but some yeah, other things. It's, you know, my mother would say those. Uh, what did they say? Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. So there's these old rhymes and stuff that our parents talked in. And I think less than regional, I think they're more of... um about the age that you are. Mm-hmm. Like uh, another one she say, if you ever asked her where someone is, you know, have you seen Avery? Yeah, in his skin. When he hop out, you hop in. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? And I mean, we had our own growing I, up, Does right? that mean that I haven't seen him? 
Yeah, I mean, this is a smart-ass way of basically saying, I don't know. Like, I'm not responsible for him. I'm responsible for myself, right? Mm -hmm. And we had our own growing up. Like, you remember, like, being on the playground and the girls would do the hands and clap. Numbers, yeah. And do those. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. Yeah, yeah, you ugly. And girls would do that shit to me when I walked past. I'd be, hey, y'all ain't slick. That's the third time today y'all did that. Every time I walk by, it's U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. You remember those? I do remember you ugly. A A. <laughs> One of my favorite ones that I still remember is uh, I'm like glue. Whatever you say, bounce yeah, off I'm, me. Yeah, I'm sticks bouncy. To you. I'm bouncy. Your glue. Whatever you say, bounce off me. Sticks to you. I'm rubber, your glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Yeah, we said I'm bouncy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I'm bouncy. That's, that's how y'all said that. Yeah. All right. What about um, ranch? Is that a word that anybody? What does rant the word ranch mean to you? Well, see, even that is like ranch. What you saying? That's just the type of uh, salad dressing. The fuck, like, see, you making me explain that? Everywhere else, but, ra- ranch means wide open spaces filled with horses and cowboys. Because oh, ranch hilarious. is so popular in Indiana, it's immediately addressing it. Oh man, I past the ranch. Oh yeah. Uh, but even hmm. that, like out here, every time I order ranch, people go away. Ranch? You put ranch on wings, and it's like, yeah, I put ranch on wings, dog. What if I called you a boiler maker? Uh, my mother is one technically. What she, she went to Purdue. Okay, that's the see. name of the team, you know. What is a boilermaker? Is that it? Would it? I'm not even sure. I would guess a boiler, like some type of to heat, to heat the uh, like a space heater. But re- remember back then they had to like boil water and shit for their homes. I didn't know we was gonna be having an Indiana quiz. Man. Yeah, no, it's a pop quiz on Indiana. But I didn't know though. So that goes right along with the theme of the show that I had no idea I was going to be quizzed on any of the terms. I'll give you a few just off the top of my head. Like okay, so. give me some good ones. And I mean, I'm these very kind of versed corny. in these, and the reason I'm very versed in these is I went to over 10 different schools. Wow. Because I'm a military brat. I, I'm from Indiana, Indianapolis, particularly the city, West Side, if you're listening. But, uh,. I moved to Georgia when I was nine, maybe ten, right around the time Outcast got popping and all that, so say maybe 96-ish. Anyway, I didn't go back until like 2002, 2001. Anyway, yeah, so I did two years of high school in Georgia and two years of high school in Indianapolis. Fun fact or not so fun fact. Lowndes High School in Valdosta, Georgia is where I went to school for two years. But I went to my entire middle school there. Um, There's a documentary now that I'm actually going to have to check out on Kendrick Johnson, if you're listening. Uh, Kendrick Johnson was a kid that they, like, murdered in the gym, racism, the whole nine. Lowndes High School. Mm -hmm. It's kind of sad to see, but kid got murdered. There was a whole cover-up, whatever, whatever. Good old boys network down in Georgia, which was why I wanted to leave, you know. It was like very isolated down there outside of the Air Force Base. I met some good people down there. I'm still friends with a lot of them. But the racism was heavy. Like, everybody thinks of Atlanta when they think of Georgia. But it's like, dog, the second you leave Atlanta, Yeah, woo, it's, it's over. Yeah, I've been out there. I've seen it. Confederate I've seen flags it. Yeah, yeah, and different yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Lyles has a great football team. They won a state championship several years, you know. So, 
Shouts out to them for that. But yeah, check out that documentary on Amazon, which reminds me. But anyway, in changing high schools, mm-hmm. I had to learn the different slang. Because, you know, it was like important. Somebody be looking at you and saying something and you going, wait, what? What, what did you say? Here's, here's <laughs> something. And I don't think y'all do that very much out there, out here. But people was always putting something on something. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn very quickly, like, oh, that means they're serious. Like how y'all say dead ass, they'll be like, on my mama. Yeah, on my when mama. somebody says on my mama, that's the end of conversation, bro. They mean business. You can take it past that, but it's going to be a fight. Oh, I, 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 this one of the things they said, I'm going to go pop the trunk on you. Kevin Hart mentioned that. Yeah. I'll pop well, the trunk. If we don't talk like that up here, I'll pop the trunk. So, yo, let me get that thing. I'm going to get that thing, and that's it. I'm yeah, y'all don't drive cars up here, so there ain't going to be a whole lot of popping the trunk. Y'all going to pop the backpack. I'm going to pop the subway that's car. That's going to be on the train with Hilarious. This is weird. I want to move on from this because I don't, I don't understand these people writing these articles. Here's what I did want to ask you about. I don't know if you saw Nick Cannon on The Breakfast Club recently. I did see some of that. He's talking about he got all these women pregnant and why in his belief. If you're not familiar with it, he went on The Breakfast Club and they asked him about why he had so many kids. You know, his response was, and why does he have multiple babies with multiple girlfriends? And his, he said he's rebelling against the Eurocentric institution of marriage. <laughs> he said that's a Eurocentric concept, the idea that you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life, the idea that a man should have one woman. We shouldn't have anything. I have no ownership over this person. And in my opinion, it just sounds like an excuse to get mad girls knocked up. I don't buy this idea that... Yeah, but, a Eurocentric concept. But, hold on. Men been cheating on women for... Years. It's nothing new. Napoleon had girlfriends. All right. JFK had girlfriends. My dad had girlfriends. <laughs> all right. My dad as well. Nick, you you're not doing. You're not breaking ground and trying to be extra woke on cheating. You're not going to reinvent the wheel. Okay. It's not going to happen. I just felt like he was just making up an excuse for wanting to just be with mad women. Wilt Chamberlain didn't make no excuses. He did what he did and he dipped. Yeah, they said Nick Cannon be wrapping the wrong head up. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, um, I I agree with what he's saying. Like, it's Eurocentric. And let's be real. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep it a thousand. However many, however much math y'all want to do. Five thousand. He has money. And you're acting like the women don't have a say-so. It's not like he's walking past them and getting them pregnant. They're choosing to sleep with a man who has kids by multiple women. How many kids is it now? He's like oh, he's up to seven. The Lord did say be <laughs> fruitful and multiply. But, and seven is a spiritual but you, number. Yo, you understand? My problem is, look, if that's what you want to do, bro, just say, yo, I'm just, I'm not trying to be in a relationship. I just like having sex and having kids. Just say that. Don't sit here and try to give yeah, you some woke commentary. But the a Eurocentric thing. thing. You think dudes in Africa wasn't doing that too? Let me tell you something. Shaka Zulu had mad babies mamas, okay? What is not a Euro Well, like he said, it is a Eurocentric concept. Of that, marriage? that does come back to it's an archaic concept. What did Kanye say? Love is cursed by monogamy of life. So what would you what would you prefer? Me and you both low-key just snitched on our fathers. To say that they had, you know, multiple women, right? Right. So would you prefer that he lies? So at the same time, it's like, how y'all get mad at the guy who gets caught cheating and no. Derek Jackson, and no, Kevin I, Hart? I'm not saying he lied. But then we also are upset at Nick Cannon. What I'm saying is don't try to make two plus two equals four seem like 
But it does. He really gave you his reason. And and I think he made perfect sense on his Breakfast Club interview to say that is a Eurocentric concept. I just think he's making it up to make it sound like more than what it is. But again, y'all are pretending that these women don't have a choice. Who they sleep with is a choice. He's not taking that from them. Now, they probably wouldn't let mine or your broke ass knock them up. But then, then again, there are people in the streets, women and men, that have or women who have love broke niggas knock them up so some of y'all listening right now and with four or five kids yeah. uh we just seen dr drain's uh daughter said she was homeless oh, and she ooh, has four ooh, kids we're gonna get to that that is a whole and she has four kids so yeah. i'm saying again you know i just don't i just feel like to me it came off like he's just trying to look i like to sleep with women they is their choice he's like it's their choice to give me their bodies they i didn't force them and I'm like, yo, you just you know, like sleep around. There's nothing wrong with that, but don't try to make it seem like it's this new, this new thing. Oh, I'm rebelling against the norm. Well, you're not rebelling, dude. You just like sleeping with women. That's what it is. But he is he rebelling. He is rebelling. I think that's, he's a, not doing anything. I stand that's, with Nick Cannon. Oh my god, he's not doing anything that none of these other guys out here up in the Bronx. But again, doing. how are, how are we hating on the Derrick Jacksons, the Kevin Hart's, the Bill Clintons? Mm-hmm. The Andrew Cuomo's. Yeah, no one's taking on that. Please. And we're also mad at Nick Cannon. So I'm, pick one. No, no, no. What I'm saying it is... It seems like no answer is good enough. No, what I'm saying is... I don't have a problem with what Nick Cannon is doing. I just have a problem with him trying to make it seem like it's some scientific, huge... Uh, He's trying to say that thing. you don't no, feel you like just, it's... You don't feel like it's progressive. I just, That's what you're saying. I don't think it's some woke thing that he's like he's discovered like oh it's a Eurocentric concept. Mm. You know, all I'm saying is guys been cheating on women for years. It's not revolutionary. Exactly. I'd say that. I say that. That's because, what I'm trying to say. It's not. But he's not cheating on women. No, he's, he's not. Being it's open relationship. And honest with them. It's an open relationship, which they have something for that called already, which is polyamory. If he's a polyamorous, then that's fine. That's your business. But don't try to come on the Eurocentric concepts. And, Owning women, yeah, it's really man. archaic and slavery. Ah, ah, ah. You're polyamorous, bro. You just like most. But like I said, you know, we got the dudes that sit there during their interviews. We 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 ain't naming no names, but mm-hmm. they, you know, my wife, my this, my that, my that, my wife, my this, my that, and then boom, here's the picture, here's the video, here's the whatever. So. On those grounds, like I said, what he's doing isn't revolutionary, That's what but I'm... it is different. It is different. And he's being honest. I'll say he can afford to go on a breakfast club and be that honest. If you're making $50,000 a year, you cannot go on a breakfast club and be as honest as Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll be broke. But see, guys understand <laughs> that concept. I've seen women get as crazy as to, y'all don't be saying nothing to Erica Badu. And it's like, she got Grammys, her baby's daddy's got Grammys. Yeah. Uh, you work at the check cashing place, <laughs> sis. So you having four different babies' fathers or three different babies' fathers is completely different. different. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, our tax um, dollars are paying for your house. I Relax, just, sis. I just thought it was weird. I'm like, why is he trying to make it seem like pop? But, but he is. Like I said, it's not revolutionary, but it is honest. He's not going to go on the, the founding father's uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, polyamory if that's what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you brought up this next thing I wanted to talk about. Dr. Dre's daughter, if y'all haven't seen, she came out recently saying that he offers her... I'm guessing this is on the heels of him agreeing to pay spousal support to his wife and agree to her terms of the divorce. 
um, his daughter has come out and said that he does not do anything for her. Now, before you guys go jumping on her side, I just want to say that his daughter is grown. She's not little. She got four kids. And she gave an interview basically saying, you know, I'm living in my car. My kids are staying with some friends. I'm homeless. He hasn't helped me. He hasn't done anything for me. There were a lot of people who were like, man, that's messed up. You got all that money. He's not helping his dad. But, Phil, I'm going to give you my opinion. She's not a child. And I'm sure there are things that in their relationship that happened between them that she's leaving out when giving this interview. It's always easy to make yourself paint yourself as the victim. Well, he's got all this thing. He's not helping me. He was helping me, and he cut it off, and I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. So were you living off your dad? You didn't have a job. You got four kids. No plan. And the idea that he's to be responsible for his grown daughter. Now, you, as a parent, I don't know you have I know you don't have kids, but I got one. And right now, my son is little. He's five. So I'm responsible for him until he reaches a certain point. So, of course, I'm going to offer help and support. But once it comes past a certain age and, you know, she was doing stuff, too. Like, she was giving interviews about him and uh-huh. not talking about him in the nicest way. So if, if you're a grown child and I'm helping you and you're basically ish-talking me in the press. Yeah. yeah. And that's what any Red parent would do. Off. And I hate that people, you know, get mad. People are really just sensitive because it's a woman, if we be honest. Um... You got Kirk Franklin, who his son said the same things, Mm -hmm. and people got mad. Or people just laughed at Kirk Franklin's son and went, Mm -hmm. Negro, you're 37. Figure it out. You know, and you you can read any of the articles. His his son is estranged, and they went to, you know, relationship counseling. Like, Kirk has tried. And all we did was laugh. So it's like, if I can laugh at Kirk Franklin's son, I can laugh at Dr. Dre's daughter. Hold on. And at the same time, you got Britney Spears, who, oh my God. you know, everybody's hashtagging free Britney. Then you go on Twitter, and they're cropping Diddy out of his pictures, daughter or his daughter's pictures. He's got three daughters in Vanity Fair. They had a nice photo shoot. Daddy-daughter day kind of thing, if I'm not mistaken, and I may be a little ahead of myself, but didn't their mother pass away, uh, Kim Porter? Yeah, Kim Porter passed away, yeah. Passed away. So he's in there with the, you know, three daughters, and you got women on Twitter, the crazy feminist type, cropping him out of his own daughter's picture when the whole reason that they're there is, and you got to give respect to get respect. So what I see is a lot of women not having any respect for their fathers, you know, Typically, our daughter, what our our dad is supposed to give away our hand in marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. I and, think, and, and I'm just saying, Dr. Dre should have had some sort of input on maybe who she was dating. But if she's anything like the women that I know, and even my sisters, she's not listening to her father. That it's like at a point, you know what? You're on your own. Well, this well, guy's probably a loser, the father. I, I told you not the, to be over here, and you, here you are with four kids. One of the problems I have is the way the media is painting this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Even just looking at the Daily Mail right now, Dr. Dre's eldest daughter, Latanya, has been living out of a car while working as a delivery driver for DoorDash and Uber Eats to make ends meet. The 38-year-old told Daily Mail she has not seen her superstar rapper father and has repeatedly <laughs> asked him for financial help. The hip-hop legend, who's worth around $800 million, was recently ordered to pay his ex-wife $300K a month in spousal support. Her, her, the daughter saying, I have no friends or family that will let us come back and forth, but the majority of the time I'm living out of my car. The single mother for is his daughter by his ex, Lisa Johnson, 
The couple split when she was five years old. All right. Latanya, she admitted that her father has helped her in the past by paying her rent and giving her an allowance, but that ended in January 2020. That right there. Right. That right there for me is like, okay, so what have you been doing? Have you just been... Most people don't read, so that misses them. It's just that like... He's been, he's been giving her an allowance? How much... Let me ask you, Phil. You're an intelligent dude. No. How much allowance do you think... He knows she's got four of his grandkids, and she's yeah. a single mother. How much uh, allowance do you think Dre was giving her? I don't even know, bro. But it's like you said, you're saying to where it's like, first off, let's dispel this whole myth of she's been working, she's been this, and she's been thatting. You mean doing what the fuck everybody else, else has is to do in to. life? Thank you. Who, yeah. Whose father isn't Dr. Dre? Yeah. It's Dr. Dre, not Dr. Peck. Exactly. Like, I mean, relax. We, I feel bad. Don't get me wrong. I feel bad for we all end up in rough spots in our life. It's beats by Dre, not but, least by Dre. Hilarious. <laughs> you. It just makes me wonder what has she been doing this whole time. <laughs> like, you know, and and like I said, you know, we all laughed at Kirk Franklin's son. Yeah. I mean, is it funny that someone's homeless? Not necessarily, no, but, but you got four kids. How did you plan to take care of those four kids? Was your and to me, it's always better to, you know, not to be in the press and the public. Nothing good comes from that. He gets enough bad press. Well, that's what you did. That's what and, you said. And every entertainer gets enough bad press. So how would I feel if I saw an interview with my daughter? You know what I mean? And now I got to pay your yeah. rent, too. You're mm-hmm. on camera saying I'm a bad guy. Like, so it is what it is. You, and that's my problem with people these days. They want to bite the hand that feeds them and expect the hand to still feed them. Supposed to take it. You know, that's all the way out to Monique, you know. Call me a crackhead. Shouts out to Monique, you, you know. If Fuck he, Netflix, XYZ. Hmm. Also, they supposed to pay me more. Fuck Tyler Perry. Fuck Oprah. Fuck this one. Fuck that one. Yeah, but yeah, also, yeah. how y'all blackballing me from movies? Uh, You bit the hand that feeds you. So the Dre's paying his wife three hundred thousand dollars a month in spousal support. So whatever allowance he was giving the daughter, you know, it had to be. I wouldn't say it's in a hundred thousand, but he was probably giving her like probably thirty, fifty grand a month, if I'm gonna guess. I mean, it's a lot I, of money. I ain't even gonna get into guessing how much, but what kind Dr. of lifestyle? Dre said he been there, he done that. <laughs> I've been oh, there, yo. Next I've done episode. that. Got tracks. <laughs> so. A million motherfuckers on the planet Earth talking about because that's all they work. Are y'all yeah, been there? I bet he wish she forgot about Drake, boy. Man, I ex, feel bad for her. His wife taking a lot of money, bro. Yeah, but I feel. Oh, he he got it. But I'm just saying, I feel bad for her. But at the same time, you can't be here talking about pull pull me one and then. Like, well, like I said, I said it's, 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 that's the culture nowadays, and it makes me feel old, but. You see a generation that they expect to bite the hand that feeds them and then still get fed. Yeah, don't work like that. You know, it don't work and like I mean, that. I could bring up several instances and situations, but I don't want to go that deep. I feel you, but I just I was wondering what you thought about it because the minute I heard it, I was like, no, no. Maybe I was strange. I could work it out, but you, the mother, it's your responsibility to provide for your kids. There's and then else see, and then see, you bring up a, uh, or leading to the next point where. You go, and where's the mother in all this? Yeah. Where in the fuck is her mother? Why is she not saying, well, you know? probably because the mother, her mother doesn't have as much money as her dad. Fair, but it's still a responsibility. So, you know, That's having true. a kid is a two-person decision. So, so you mean to tell me her mom, her own mom won't take her in? Daddy is probably saying, shit, I've done enough. I'm tired. 
You know? Why wouldn't her mother help her out? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's what not, I'm saying. She only mentioned like, Dre. She didn't mention her mom. to print in the paper that the mother is not helping her is not a story. It's not, well, it's not but even, it's not Dr. even. Dr. Dre is a story. It's not even mentioned. And they don't her even. nor her mother probably, you know, they both been getting taken care of. And like I said, all this, oh, don't you feel so sorry for her? She had to work a regular job. It's just like an insult to regular people. That's crazy like, because. Yeah, we all do. Sorry. I've been I've been on TV, I've had credits, and guess what I have, Phil? A job. I have a regular job. Don't nobody feel sorry for me. Man, I had to work. Uh, yeah. That's that's most that's of us have to work. Of men. And yeah. then like I said, all these uh you know, contradictions, these constant contradictions that uh Britney Spears' father basically gave her an IUD to protect her mm-hmm. from predatory men like Kevin Federline. He sued her for alimony and the spousal support and child support Mm -hmm. he the father you know said well i you know this is my daughter let me hold her down and 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 took precautions to protect her from it happening again Mm -hmm. in the same month or two we've got now you know dr dre needs to take care of his daughter as they're screaming free britney spears that it's like do y'all want men's protection or not it's very confusing. Yeah, I got these hashtags, protect black women. You you want me to clean up the mess after the milk is spilled or tell you how not to spill the fucking milk? And that's where it starts getting tricky. Mm-hmm. You want to break it down like Your that. body, your choice. Now deal with the consequences of your choices. Damn, bro. You gonna be- and, but see, that's why I said I, no, I don't want to get too deep, but it's, it's just facts, bro. Like I said, Kelly um, Clarkson... Is being sued right now, and her dude just won alimony and child support. Shouts out to him from the uh, (laughs) Scumbag Men Association of America, bro. Um, It's you, Eric Benet, and Kendu Isaacson, and we appreciate all of you. And there should be a statue erected because you can't even feel sorry for the women because so many men get mistreated by Kendall Isaacson, Mary J. Blige's um, ex, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. You forget one. I think there was... Who's the one? What's his name from? Housewives? Wendy Wu? No, I don't oh, think no, he got it. Oh, no, yeah, Kevin. Did he Kevin. get it yet? I don't think he got it. Apollo, whatever his name is. I don't was. think he got it yet. Whatever right, his name well, is. Definitely Wendy Williams. Uh, but I definitely know Holly Berry, Eric Benet. Uh-huh. That God bless that brother out there buying open-toe sandals with Holly Berry's money. Lighting candles. He, he's so good at it. They don't even got a kid, and he got it. Mm-hmm. And I know he was trying. I know he was poking holes in condoms. Sure was. I know he had the turkey baster on deck. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> some go have some turkey and some wine. Go to sleep. Right. Take care of it. But yeah, so that's the scumbag. So yeah, when you see, like I said, I hate myself because, like they say, ignorance is bliss. And mm-hmm. it's like I wish I, I wish I saw all these cases unconnected. But I mm-hmm. see Twitter women cropping ditties photo out of or Diddy's picture out of his own daughter's picture mm-hmm. ignoring the fact that that's the entire reason they're in Vanity Fair because of Diddy then I see Dr. Dre need to be paying his daughter's rent that's 38 years old or 36 or whatever the fuck well I'm going to add to that he, he had they, he, he cut her off in January of 2020 mm-hmm. so I guess he got tired of whatever she was doing and said I'm not you know, you're not listening to me, and you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon's out here. Go have a baby with him. Hilarious if you can get him. <laughs> um, and in the in the breaking news category, got some breaking news for you, Phil. Right. You may not have known about this. 
New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo has resigned. Just Whoa! Yes. It, breaking news, brother. God I was going to hit you with it earlier, but he has, he has finally decided to resign. This happened about an hour ago. Uh, he gave a press conference. Uh, Damn. He's resigned following the accusations of sexual harassment. Those of you who are listening who are not familiar, not from New York, not from the U.S., let's just give you the breakdown. All right? A couple months ago, a woman came forward saying that Andrew Cuomo was inappropriate with her. She told her story. After she told the story, what normally happens, a number of other women also came out with their own stories of sexual harassment. The funniest by far to me was the assistant who recorded him singing to her uh, some song. I can't remember what the song was, but it was terrible. And it was not good. <laughs> He said it was it, maybe if he sang it good, she wouldn't feel like it was harassment, but <laughs> he's out. He's decided to step down. My question is, is like, all right. So who's governor now? Who's the lieutenant governor? Um, Letitia? No, she's the uh, attorney, she's attorney general. general. There's somebody Letitia else who's going to step in. But my thing is, is all right, so you got him out of his job as governor. Now what? Is What is it you pursuing? Criminal charges? What were you... No. And that was why he stepped down, I would guess. It's, you know, this only goes further. It only goes to the top. I mean, I got some questions, but it's just like, poor brother, man. I mean... I mean, from the stuff they presented, I don't, I'm sure they had more evidence that they didn't come out with, but from what they showed on TV, I was just like, I don't know... If it feels like sexual harassment or just some creepy old guy trying to bag and he's yeah, got and it's absolutely no game. To me where it's like, is it? And then, and then see, this is what happened. And I mean, let's let's be clear. And, and we're going to go wide here. Go wide. Um, wide, Phil. Me too. That kind of started with rape. As a man, I support me too. You go, bro, should you be, you know, doing a lot of wild shit, Weinstein and, and, mm-hmm. and different people, Epstein, fucking with children. Mm-hmm. Um, no. The answer is a resounding no from me. I hope you get whatever the fuck comes to you. Um, but then we started moving on back to sexual assault. That sexual assault, yes. Yes. Right. Punish. Right. Get that man out of here. Mm-hmm. But then we start moving into areas of what they are now calling sexual misconduct and even harassment that is just like, uh, these issues don't have anything to do with the job. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, what I mean is like even within comedy, there was a huge, you know, movement. And there's a tendency for people to go, well, we got to deal with it in, you know, politics. We got to deal with it within comedy, within entertainment Uh as a whole. That you go, yeah, this is a world issue, though. This has nothing to do with these different jobs. Men just got like, maybe men are just inappropriate people. I I don't know. From what they were showing, I just felt like he was making these old school type jokes. So one of the things he did to a girl, they went out to eat and... She had ordered some sausage or something, and he was like, hey, 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 don't wait. Don't eat that till I get back. I want to see you eat that oh, sausage no. or something like that. I <laughs> see, yeah. I just want and to see you. And that's what I mean. Like, like, I was like, huh? Uh, okay. But see, okay, and this is where I was going. Back to an old Chris Rock joke where he said, if the guy isn't attractive, then it's sexual harassment. 
if he's so attractive, then it is flirting. Do you believe that? You believe that? I mean, a lot. Well, and, and the only reason I say that is, see, a lot of shit in life is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, like, okay, as someone who's worked in a corporate world, I worked as an alarm installer, I worked as an appliance delivery guy for Lowe's. It's not the corporate world, but what I mean is a formal world, meaning I haven't just done comedy. Mm-hmm. I've seen the young, cute cashier who's 19 become 21 and marry the district manager who is 40. So it's like, to me, you can't just call it out when... To me, it's a two-way street. Bill wants everybody... Equal sharing for everybody, not every just men. It can't be just a level of I like this guy, it's okay, and Mm -hmm. I don't like this guy, it wasn't okay. It happened 40 years ago, but we still need to talk about how he made a pass at me. But that's why I think I'm, I'm in favor of like. We need to just go ahead and regulate the thing and say... How do you regulate? That's the problem. To say as an employer. Because if you look in all employee handbooks, there is... You cannot holler at any women. But what did I just tell you? We all know, I think there's like 30% to 40% of relationships start out of working together. You're spending 40 hours a week with fucking somebody. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a right turn here and blame, once again... The, old, the couple behind all this is social media, social networking, hmm. social dating apps. All right? Yeah. I blame it because guess what? People have gotten so used to communicating by text, hmm. they don't know how to talk to somebody. I'm not Man. saying men haven't been inappropriate women for a long time. There's a lot of guys I've seen say crazy things. Hey, yo, when you gonna let me suck them titties? I'm like, yeah. has that ever worked for you, bro? Like, this is in college. Right. I remember that. Has that ever worked for you? Right. Yo, whatever. She got big old titties. I'm like, yeah, but has that ever, has anyone ever come over and said, okay, well, I'll say titties? for myself, personal experience, one of my first experiences with a woman came out of me just saying some wild shit. Now, you when I was like 15, 16 in, in school, high school. I said to a girl, I said, you got some milk for me? And I did like a little baby kiss, like, and listen. <laughs> and I mean, this girl was like, I don't know, maybe she was flattered. Because you know, in high school, you got the same five girls that everyone Everybody's trying to holler. Right. This chick, like, she, she wasn't, she wasn't the dopest chick, but she was cute. But it was like kind of in an understated girl next doorway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short. I kind of went to her like, yo, let me get some milk. You know what I mean? Da 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 da. And I mean, I, I say that shit, you know how a woman kind of checks you? Mm. Motherfucker, what? And, and like, if you're bold enough to repeat yourself, you just may get some milk. Anyway, long story short, like an hour went by and this class was, we was doing block schedules. It's two hours that it's like, right. remember, I, you know, she was like, yo, Phil. And she ain't yell out my name, but she kind of went like, hey. I turned around, titty was out. I was like, ah, and that's the first titty I ever seen. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? The word, uh, now, if I continued that pattern, mm-hmm. but I haven't, I've matured, I've developed more mature ways, but this is why I was saying they need to take that stuff out of the handbooks. Let's be clear as adults. That's not a fucking reality, mm-hmm. meaning you're not going to put two adults somewhere for 40 hours a week 
And that doesn't include the parties and the let's go out for drinks and all that stuff after work. And not expect two people to not link up, especially if they're single. But yeah, yeah they the got Spanish, Spanish just started playing their Spanish music, and we ain't even mad at it. Dominicans out there, yeah, it's early. They're turning up. It's not even two o'clock yet on a Tuesday, and they got the bachata going. Well, it's two o'clock on a Tuesday. And we we're uh, just you guys. I don't know if you can tell us. We got the Bombay Sapphire London Dry Gin on deck, mixed with tangerine lime uh, sparkling beverage and a limoncello. So let me let me say this. We are shipping. So this is what I wanted to say. Ship ship shipping. That they need to take that out of the handbooks. It's not realistic. And instead, what they should institute is something as a two strikes rule. Mm-hmm. Two strikes meaning you have two times to formally address a woman and say, hey. I think you're cute. What's up? And she says no. And I mean, a, and I mean, documented paperwork. That would mean she would have to complain on the first incident. Like he tried to. Not ask that she me has out. to complain, but it is now documented she turned you down. So you chill the fuck out. And I always say that to say there's so many harassment claims. Like at a point it becomes. Does it look like men are capable of not harassing or at least seeing what's up? Now let's be clear. We not advocating anything. Not at all. No. Outside no, no, no. Of, of, of a and uh, what they call it a decent proposal. Right. So there we go. So institute right, let, a decent proposal. All right. So here's my idea of decent proposal. But you hey. just it's it's subjective. So my my th- when you say that, I'm thinking to myself, hey, what's going on, Laura? You know. I've been working with you here for a couple of months. I think you're really attractive. I would love it if after work maybe you and I can go grab a few drinks if that's cool. Is that decent? That's decent. Okay. So that reminds This is the best advice I ever got from a woman. I don't know what I said to this girl. She was dark-skinned. I probably said something about chocolate and whatever else. And she said some shit to me like, Boy, don't you ever say nothing to me you wouldn't set want you wouldn't want a man to say to your mama or your sister. And I think that's fair enough. That's yeah, but so but you I and I both it, know you and I both know guys who don't even follow that rule. Like, yeah, let me put it well, in. Well see, your, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Open your that, toes. Let that, me put it you in know, your toes. if it's cute or if it's playful, probably so. Give me that. But like I said, I think these, these proposals are unfair on either side. And what I mean by that is when you got Basically, women, they'll let George Clooney say some shit they wouldn't let me say. What's well, on TikTok? You've seen the new TikTok trend where women are like, if these were your kidnappers, what would you do? And then well, the, girl, yeah, 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 yeah. the girl tires herself up in her but own underwear. What I'm saying like, is it's unfair on two sides. One is it's unfair on their side because they are purely going by, like looks. I said, I've seen the 19-year-old cashier marry the 40-year-old district manager. Mm-hmm. Have kids, the whole nine. She ain't complaining. So I'm not saying she's being taken advantage of, but what I am saying is other men, older men who may not be district managers who worked in that same store, seeing that, and I mean, this girl was cute. Right. Seeing that poisons them because now they think I should holler at young cashiers who are half my age, too. Let me ask you this question. Uh, you seem to be very educated about this field. So tell me, because I don't follow up. When's the last time what happened to Cuomo has happened to a woman? The last one I can think of is Mary Kay Letourneau. Well, she was a teacher and she married uh, one of her students years ago. 
Well, see, her even that's student, like... Hold on, her and her student had a relationship. He was like 13 at the time. Yeah. They had sex, she got pregnant. Well, that's age stuff. That 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 kind of falls in a different category. Well, that's all I can think of. I can't think of a I situation you, but, where... But, and, and see, that tells the story. You can't think of a situation because if they say yes, then it's all good. And that's what fucks up things. So, let's go with high profile. We were just talking about Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. He was married to Mariah Carey. Right. She's older than him. I don't know by how much, but she's older. It doesn't than him. matter. She is. Fine. No, but we were gonna back this up mm-hmm. because I can Go remember ahead. being, you know, a young young boy. You know, when, what was I when she married Tommy Matola? Oh, that was CEO years of Sony Music. 90s. But she married him at like nineteen. He was like a good fifty. He was in his fifties. Yeah. Oof. She got her career. She won her first Grammy, I believe, and she ain't been around him since. Divorced his old ass. To this day, she talks badly about him. But that's what I mean by it's a two-way street, meaning it can't be okay when you get what you need and then not okay. Like, I was, like, nine when this happened. I didn't need an adult to tell me this is wrong. So you think she only married him for the record? She used him. She got what she needed. She became an entertainer. Listen to her talk about him now. I think the last thing she said about him was... I forget when, but they asked her something, and Tommy Matola had said something, and she said, and how did he let you know that? Did he use a rotary phone? Of like, wow. she has no respect for that man. And I mean, bad relationship. she shouldn't be, and she's young or whatever, but it's like she was old enough to know what was going on. And like I said, I was like nine when I saw that story, and I said, oh, that's not love at all, you know? And I mean, like I said, she was probably married to him, what, two years? She had on a big, long dress. What mm-hmm. Paul Mooney documented it for us. Remember he did the joke? Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as she got divorced, she was hip-hopping with niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace to Paul Mooney that, you know, going back to that locks versus battle that, you know, mm-hmm. she's doing joints with the locks. That it's like oh my God. she's all in the videos with Puff all of a sudden. Well, we got to talk about and that. There wasn't no long dresses no more. So, yeah, it's, it's a level of like it can't just be the woman likes it, so it's okay. So that's why I said, let's go ahead and make it formal. Mm. There's a permission slip. Just take it back to kindergarten. Check yes, check no. The woman check yes or no, uh, and then we proceed from there. And, and word, here, no, listen, hear me out, because it's documented, and mm-hmm. everyone saw what you said. So it was decent proposal. Mm-hmm. You said to her nothing you wouldn't say to your mother or your sister. You get twice. Because sometimes there are cases of Sally didn't like you when she first got to the job. But y'all been working together for two years now. And she kind of likes your personality. She Mm -hmm. sees how you move within the office. I've I've had relations with some women that I worked with. So anyway. So hold on. Let me finish. You get two chances. Mm-hmm. You can apply when Sally first gets to the job, <laughs> and you go, man, that ass kind of fat. You're I'm gonna go like, put my bid in. Day one, day two. That's the paperwork. Okay. The HR got it. Okay. On file, you tried. <laughs> then you can try again two years later. You can say, man, she kind of be laughing at my jokes when I come in. I know she said no then. <laughs> I just want to check and see. If, if it's she, still no. Is yeah, it still no? Yeah. All right. Well, she I... She ain't making no raises in the company. She I, ain't moving up like she wants hilarious. to. Hilarious. Let me go ahead and inquire, right? But here's the catch. Here's the big catch. Let me hear this. 
You try any time after those two formals? Now it's... And she said two consecutive no's? Now you gotta write them. And we all agreed to, I'm being written up because I knew the rules of the game when I started playing. Okay. The way we playing right now, we don't really know the rules. No, there that, it, it's just like you said, hey... Are you George Clooney? Are you Harrison Ford? Are you Will Smith? And let me be clear. Denzel. So you got a guy like Mike Pence, our former VP. Wait, hold on. I, I just want to rebut what you said what? about that rule. That rule is good. I have an easier rule, okay? Don't date your effing co-workers. Stop. But again. It's not, but the, it's not going to work. It's that's never, unrealistic. It, I know, but I'm just saying, it's the easiest rule of thumb because this it's way, not. this way, I know it sounds like me saying, the, the best way not to catch STDs is abstinence. I know it sounds like that, but it's not. All I'm saying is this is the easiest way. There is no confusion, all right? Don't date your coworkers, one. Two, if there is a coworker who's interested, let her make the first move. Boom. It's so then hard, you don't gotta though. Worry about Women that. don't make moves Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And some of us niggas is married. <laughs> That ah, shouts out to Monica Lewinsky. Bringing that up, bro. Which, yeah. by the way, that was the realest uh, Hillary Clinton moment, and I thought she should have said that during her campaign. I agree, but and she didn't. after her campaign, Remind and she me. didn't have to play politics no more. Somebody started talking about how this generation basically made Monica Lewinsky into a feminist icon, mm. and Hillary Clinton said. She didn't give a fuck about women when she was fucking my man. And I said, there you go, Hillary. That's what we was looking for this entire campaign. Yeah. Some truth. So here's the truth to what you got to say. And I mean, I'm just using this. I don't know how accurate. Go ahead. February 14, 2019, according to the survey produced by JobSiteVault.com, 58% of employees have engaged in a romantic relationship with a colleague. Of course. A surprising 72% of those over 50 years old have been romantically involved. Because back then, that was how you met That's what the term work wife. You didn't have Tinder. You didn't have all this shit. I'm just saying, I get it, but in this, in what, we, what we live in it now, it's like, it's too risky. It's too many people out there you can meet but that's on Tinder or whatever I'm you use, go in the bars, don't talk to your coworkers. It needs to be formal, and, and, and it needs to be documented. I, but hey, I kind of like sis over there. That's a slippery slope, man. How, is it, how can that go wrong when it's documented, the HR has it on file, you go anywhere beyond two, and your penalty is you have to uh, at least be suspended for 90 days from your job for hollering the third time. Off the, and that's off the record, meaning you don't do it by paper. You could avoid all this, just not talk to your coworkers. I just uh, no, nigga. I, I, just I know, I know, I know. I heard what you said. I'm just saying. I know, but I'm just saying. It's like you can't. You can't, you can't make a rule for that. You have to get married at the people who get married too. So that's why I'm saying it's a two way street. Michael Jordan's wife, I think, is she might be Quite 22 or 23. Oh, no, 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 L- like LOL now, 23. His wife might be 23 and he's 50. Let's keep it a thousand. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't Michael Jordan, if he was just a broke Negro named Jeffrey Jordan, Not and he was 52 years old black man, right. bald head, she wouldn't be with him. Yeah. He got a 23-year-old hot blonde. So that's what I'm saying. It's a two-way street, and you can't... You got to flag it on both sides of the game. You can't just flag it on the she-don't-like-it side of the game. I, I just... You know what? And I hear that. And what I'm saying is I don't think we're at that point where we're looking at both sides because women have 
you know, women. Yeah, well, so that's what I'm saying. Years. They've taken too much of that it's, market. It's been too much of that nonsense. And like so. I said, forgive me, ladies, if you're listening. You know, Weinstein gotta go. Uh, what's my man? Woody Allen gotta fucking go. Cosby? R. Kelly gotta go. That nigga's on tape. Cosby? Uh, you know, with me, that one's tricky. Because I did watch the Eddie Griffin stand up you sent me. And I mean, we you want to talk about that? get into all that. Eddie Griffin at the cellar. Go Cosby's tricky. Yeah. R. Kelly gotta go. That nigga's on tape. Yeah, that yeah, nigga's documented. Tape. Documented. Tried to marry Aaliyah. He peed, he peed on a kid. He Did peed on, on a kid. Tape. I never saw the tape, but but that was enough. I was traumatized. That was enough. Mm-hmm. So yes, some men gotta go, and it's inappropriate and it's foul. But then there's men that it's like he just hollered at you, sis. Do he really need to lose his job and his whole way of life and his whole income? I agree. And he took a shot. Maybe maybe you didn't like what he said, but... We out here trying to take care of maybe, our daughters like Dr. Dre. Maybe and he, now we got to, you know, lose our income because we did something or, you know, may have hollered at you or maybe, whispered in your ear at a party maybe off the clock. Whispered in the ear. Andrew Cuomo, and, 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 and let's be clear, so I'll, I'll go ahead and put a, put a bowl on what I'm saying. Yeah. You got Mike Pence, who... Mike Pence was the governor of Indiana, if you don't remember, that was in Trump's administration. He was famous for the fact that he would not meet with another woman without his wife being present. Okay. They called that sexist. They were mad about that. Female reporters, he made stay 10 feet back from him. When Mike Pence said, back that ass up, he really... (laughs) When he told a woman, back that ass up, he really meant, back that ass up. Like, back up. They were mad at that. So now you got him, right? Mm -hmm. That was the former VP for Trump. Then you got Joe Biden, who they said he was too close. Oh, uh, he was sniffing hair. He whispered in one woman's ear. Then there was even a woman who... She lied on him and said at a campaign fundraiser that he basically touched her. Mm-hmm. They went back into the records. They proved that he had a, um, like, basically a heart, not a heart attack, but some heart issues. And he was scheduled to be at the benefit, but actually didn't appear. Ah, this woman said... So this is somebody who wants attention. This woman said, oh, well, the trauma from the abuse may have made me mix up the dates. Maybe it was this event. I was there too. They looked the records up for that and said, again, he was scheduled to appear here but did not due to his heart arrhythmia. And those are the women that are messing so, up the movement. And, and then that's those the issue. It's like, it you know, harassment at the job and, her, you know, whatever. It's a serious issue, hmm. you know. But then, then you, these guys that it's like, you can't ladies, you can't have both Joe Biden and Mike Pence. You can't have, you can't be offended by Mr. Too Close and Mr. Too Far. Pick one. You know, Are we too close I, or too I far? Really feel Mike like, Pence offends you? Well, hold on. What causes that, Phil, is what's been happening for years. The problem is women have been harassed by men for years with yes. no punishment. So and how, so pick that's one. What's caused, but I'm saying that's what's caused this idea. Pick one. Of, is Joe Biden is Joe too Biden close or and is Mike, Mike Pence too far and making you stay away and his wife has to be present? Why don't you all listening right, right now weigh in at I am Phil Hunt, at the Avery Mason on Twitter, 
The I am Phil Hunt on Instagram. Avery Mason official on Instagram. Hashtag, but I don't know. Let us know what you think Let about this. Let us know this. what you think. You can't have Mr. Too Far and Mr. Too Close. I, I just believe You're going to have to pick one. I will admit that it's something that men have caused. You're offended by how close Joe right. Biden is. So you're offended by how far Mike Pence is and making And the fact that his, and his wife is And the there. fact that his wife right. must be present. That's where we're at right now. And, again, I'll remind you, this feels really good. I'm loose right now. Bombay Gin. Phil, we got another couple minutes left on the catch-up, man. How was your week, man? Let's talk about the week. I How's mean, going, my man? week's been good, man. Doing shows. Oh. I can't believe Mike Pence just resigned, man. Uh, you, Mario Cuomo. 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 Yeah. I didn't think he was going <laughs> to. I didn't think that he was, was going to. Res- that was the Bombay speaking. I didn't think he was going to resign. Because based on what the news was showing us, but what I'm saying is... They probably have some stuff that they did not release, which would have probably well beyond that it gets to being criminal. Yeah, and with resigning, there is some hope that you can redeem and you can rebuild. If he just held on, it's like, bro, but this is the only campaign, the last campaign you're ever going to get to. He's not going to get to run again. No one's going to vote for him. But but within this, there's some sort of redemption, and that's why I said we need to clearly outline. We need to clearly outline the penalties for this kind yeah. of stuff because it's it's getting in the way of real shit. And let's be clear, New York City has COVID to deal with. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, you making a resign, sis. I'm glad you feel safe. But now we got a new motherfucker coming to. And I mean, there are those who don't think he dealt with this properly, but he at least knew the ins and the outs, having someone right. who's been on the job 10 years versus somebody what? who's a new motherfucker. I, I, guess, we're, I guess we're going to see what's going to happen because I really feel like, and I, I don't know if this will come out later on, but there's something they had that he probably didn't want released that they were like, listen, if you don't step down, this is what we're going to put out. We got this. So he probably said or did something that was way worse than him singing to his assistant I don't know. I wish I could figure out what song was he was singing because they played it on NBC and I'm watching it with my mother and I was just like, oh my God, this is just <laughs> I'm feeling creeped out. I want to file a sexual harassment lawsuit with them. You know, right? Obama sang Love and Happiness, right? Oh. That was like his win over moment for campaigning. With Jimmy Fallon, yeah. Who did the joke? Somebody did this as a joke and they did that Herman Cain did Kung Fu fighting and it was just like Negro <laughs> that is not a song that everybody loves everyone loves Al Green they everyone kind of knows that song of a certain age anyway yeah yeah these fucking kids they probably know Green Al Weird Al hell Weird Al Yankovic yeah but yeah it's fire man so singing a song can be make or break could be could decide wrong yeah. but see if we had that application that let me holler at your application in the HR office just like you do Vacations and sick time. Hey, 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 HR. You seen Kelly on Register 3? I'm kind of <laughs> digging her. I think it's time. Oh, let's check She's the records. Say, Go ahead, put in your bid, and the HR going to let you know. About 10 other men have already, hey, you know, many men have tried, but many have failed. But go ahead. It's fall forward. Fellas, just don't talk to your coworkers. Just fine. There's so many women out there. 58%. Hey, I hear you. I'm just saying, bro. You could avoid all of this. My, my dad met my mom at school. So that's kind of, oh. that's not formal. That's not professional, but it's the same difference. Right. I'm just saying. Anyway, we got a minute left. Workplace. But I don't know, though. We doing the catch up. Finishing up. Next up, Betty White. Advice time. And I got some really good stuff for advice time. This is going to be dope. 
Um, so stay tuned for these advertising messages and uh, leave us a voicemail. Anchor FM, anchor.fm forward slash butt dash I dash don't know though. IDK. <laughs> Follow us, like, share, subscribe. All right? We're trying to do big things. We're still giving away the Nintendo Switch. Try to win it. Listen to the ads. Subscribe. Tell your friends about us. We love it. Come see us live. <laughs> we get into Betty White, but I wanted to tell you. I didn't get to tell you what happened um, this weekend at the comedy club. That's good stuff. Right. Stay tuned. We got more coming up, but I don't know though. All right, welcome back. But I don't know though. Avery Mason here, alongside Mr. Phil Hunt. And Phil, I didn't get to tell you uh, first time I got to host at LOL. Oh, dope, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, bro. We had a comic who was running real late, didn't show hey, up. You know how them trains be. Yeah. Shouts out to that comic. <laughs> oh. One man's trash is another man's treasure. He came One he man's was... loss is another man's opportunity. He was like, look, we got two options. You can go up, do your time. This old uh, comic strip uh, late night thing. You do your time, you bring up the next comic. Or you can host. You bring up the comics. Phil, I chose hosting, and when I tell you it was like a night off, it was, the, I, I want to say it's the most relaxed I've ever been it's on stage. It's fine, it's kind of informal, meaning like, and I mean, this is going back to the old ways I was trained in Indiana and my teachers of like, you're setting the table. Everyone yeah. thanks the cook. Kiss, kiss the chef. That's the apron, right? Right. No one kisses who set the table. Mm-hmm. No one kisses who washes the dishes. And that's you. Yeah. So it was, it was good, and I and actually to, to full disclosure, I did host um, some shows for you uh, when you had your show on the road. Yeah, we was doing round trip round comedy. Trip comedy. Shout out to my brother Brian Grassi. He's out there, my white brother. Phil had me out there hosting, uh, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, at the time, I don't think I was as ready as I am now, but back then, even I was just talking to people, just making them comfortable. So getting to host the LOL was a great experience, and I'm hoping to do more of it. I like sharing you guys my journey in comedy, because I really feel like I've grown a lot since when I first started. But hosting at LOL with all these people, and they they get me, they're laughing. And I'm not even trying to make jokes, I'm just talking. Being myself, it works. And see, that's what it is, like... The material matters, but then it's like, and I'll say for the, you know, if there's younger comics listening, whatever, whatever, like, it's a matter of getting that out the way. Even when I, uh, I did a show recently, we won't say where, it was on the road, we was out of town, not in New York, and that's where it matters. So, long story short, when I was coming up as a host, we were taught to, out of town hosts are taught to probe the room basically essentially saying I forget me I'm not that important I want you guys to listen at full attention to the feature and the headline don't interrupt them you are allowed to interrupt me so let's get this out the way is anybody here celebrating anything yeah that's what I did birthdays that's what I did weddings engagements yeah. Okay, the bad shit. Uh, and anybody just get divorced and they want to talk about? There you go. We're anybody just gotten out of rehab? <laughs> let us know. Whatever, we'll clap for it, dog. Yeah. You sober three hundred days? You doing better than me? I'm drinking right now. Yeah. Any and I'm at work. Yeah. So that right? Um, anyway, they don't teach anybody in New York to do this. The last host we had, while I'm up and I'm closing. 
going last. I don't like to say headlining because it's like I'm on closing the show. Someone yelled out that their wife had a birthday. I made people clap, and you go in the back of my mind. I go, this is why I was taught that the first person that goes on stage does this shit. You gotta get the energy out. Cause now I'm going. What joke was I doing? Where was I in my set? Bingo. We went outside, we started taking pictures, and another guy comes by and goes, yeah, I was waving at you as you were clapping for that birthday because it was also my wife's birthday. So you created that competition, and they wanted to be acknowledged. That Everybody it's like, wants some likes. This is the yeah. fucking host job to do. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, to be fair, yeah. no, fuck that, because this ain't Instagram. Them likes is I know, free. But that's what no, want. but what I'm saying is they paid $30 so their wife can be acknowledged. And not just $30, $30 probably a piece, and then a two-item two minimum. minimum. yeah. So their wife deserve, and they deserve some acknowledgement. Yeah. So you, like I said, you, you for these that New York City hoes, they want to go up and, oh, guys, I'm depressed. No, nah, I don't do and that. Guys, I ain't doing that. It's just that. like, nigga... We came to nope. party, basically. Yeah. I come in there and I do what I did when I used to DJ. I come in there and I make sure everybody's lit. And everyone's see, you having got a good some time. training, so you know. Yeah, everyone's having a good time. Yo, where you from? Florida? Damn, you survived. Thanks for coming. Don't drink the water in Florida. Why does the water in Florida stink so much? You know what I'm saying? What's up with that? Yeah. And like stuff to make people laugh. Where y'all from? What heavy. y'all do? And I tell people, don't record the comics. You got questions, ask me. Don't ask the comics. It was the best experience. And I was worried because sometimes at that particular club, Sometimes comics do show up late And you gotta do time And that, that did happen that same day But all I did was I had like two jokes I did the jokes And and, and it was like 15-20 minutes in between comics And the guy showed up And I brought him right up And it was nothing I, wasn't even, I didn't even bat an eye I was chilling there talking to people So it was a great experience And I know you told me you had uh, some shows here in Brooklyn How'd those shows go? It went good You know did, uh, What did I do? Punching bag comedy in Brooklyn. Punching so bag comedy. Right downtown, nice Irish bar there, right off of Folden. Yeah, shout out to yeah, Punching Bag nice. Comedy. That's what's up. Yeah, shout out oh. to Damon Law. Yeah, I also want to send a, a shout out to a mutual friend of me and Phil, Mr. Nico White, who uh, who was uh, part of the Fairfields, uh, Connecticut. Comedy festival? I don't know anything about this. I don't know this, details, but, but Nico's definitely, my guy. So yeah. Shouts out to him, one of the best young comics. Google Nico. Please White Google him. Go check out his special on uh, YouTube. Pop up. Yeah, he's got a special. Great on YouTube. special on YouTube. Go check Dark it out. out. Dark it's out. Called Dark Out. Check that out. I just want to give him a shout out because you know it's a community here, and comics help each other. And I came to him with some help with a joke, and he was. We talked about it for a while. And he gave me some good advice that made that joke grow, and then I added some stuff to it recently, which made it grow even more. So I'm forever grateful because now that joke is in a different... That joke is now my new closer now because awesome. of Because I had a different closer, and now that joke is my closer now because of this. So thanks a lot, uh, Nico. Now, we're here for what you guys came for. You ready for some advice? Hey! Turn up. Y'all so, know what it is. You ready to give some advice? So I got some crazy ones here for you today. First question. How can I convince my wife to stop hiring house cleaners and just lower her standards of cleanliness? <laughs> and if you know women, women like to be clean. So this is, this is crazy. Several months ago, my wife informed me she wanted to hire a house cleaner, saying she was tired of the mess, tired of feeling overworked, and tired of fighting with me about chore division. 
a week later, a maid arrived at our house. I find it incredibly stressful. I worry that the maids aren't careful with our things, that they might peek at our private documents and all that. In all this is a ridiculous expense, $300 a month. Whoa. That could go better elsewhere, though my wife said this is what she wanted to spend her entire annual raise on. When the oh, maids wow. leave, I'm fried, but I admit that my wife does seem much happier. Hmm. I still wish she could just relax and lower her stands a little, but am I the one who has to get over this? In my opinion, yes. You are the one who has to get over this, because guess what? We got Uber Eats, we got DoorDash, we got uh, all these things that are made to make life easier for you. Hmm. And your wife doesn't want to clean the house, she's working, hey, guess what? Hire the maid service, you add it to the expense of the cable bill, and clean. Because if your ass ain't cleaning, okay, you can't tell her, I I can't keep going behind you, the kids, the dog. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) What is she supposed to do? Go on the app, download the maid service, they come, do the work. If you're worried about them looking at your private documents or your stuff, get your little teddy bear camera, put it on the bookshelf to watch them. Other than that... Okay. Get out the way. Ask the question and answer it. There you go. But let me let me chime in here to say. Remember Arnold Schwarzenegger slept with the maid, right? (laughs) So this is a little bit like, like you know, they've done studies and stuff, and we don't need statistics to know that women get turned on by seeing men work, right? Think so? Yes. They see you cut the grass. Ooh, his muscles gleaming, his sweat's dripping. Mm -hmm. So when you send another man to your house to cut the grass, your wife really looking like, what else can he do around here? <laughs> and I said that to say back to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Sleeping with the maid of like, she bending over, she <laughs> dusting things slowly in a short skirt. That as a woman, like, it's, listen, Phil Hunt is not a big, um, I'm not a big traditionalist. But I do think there are little things like my my girl better at cleaning the crib than I am. Of course. Like, you want me to clean the Like, it's not going to be done properly. You could appreciate my effort, but I just don't have the attention to detail that a woman has. Let me, so let me ask you this That's question. Fair. All right, cool. So you mean to tell me if Andrew Corbin was lifting boxes in the white beater, then maybe he wouldn't be in the situation he's in right now? A little bit, but see, that's a technique he didn't learn. He should have on Instagram, threw them filters on his videos. Maybe them young interns would have been hollering at him. But anyway, back I got to some this boxes moral of this story, mm-hmm. and back to Arnold Schwarzenegger cheating, and I think, as a man, there ain't no pool boy. Bitch, right. it's me. Uh, Surprise, I'm cleaning the pool shirtless. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think my body look like. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Ain't no pool boy. Ain't, ain't no young Hispanic gardener <laughs> trimming the hedges. Wow. I do the heads trimming. That's right. Head. Nobody else. Put that clipper down. Me. So right. fair enough. You should be doing the cleaning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You think about letting another woman clean. You think about letting another woman cook. That those sounds are the same. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is good. Are you really like it's the same as when you eat another woman's meal? Oh, that's the same sound that you gonna hear. Now, now hold on, Phil. You when you sexing. Now hold on, Phil. You done ate four enchiladas. You ain't full up yet. Nah, these are delicious. Mm. I'm gonna keep eating oh, these. Ooh, these are the cheese. I'm is feeling just... in my chest. My stomach getting heavy. It's so happy. Mm, it just tastes so good. You see what I'm saying? Tell the cleaner, I don't want you making so, enchiladas. So, so you no can more. keep inviting that woman around for X amount of dollars. 
what's the, the chances of saying you paying her three hundred and then he slip her an extra a hundred and, and they do the do because she yeah. run around in a short skirt cleaning up, Hilarious. bending over slowly and stroking things that shouldn't be stroked and you know yeah it's the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger thing with the maid. Probably if you're a woman, you probably shouldn't invite. No other women. I think Monique said it. Monique said it the best. She's like, "Hey, uh, when I leave, all the women in the house leave. I don't leave mm-hmm. one woman in the house with my husband. Hey, so we like going." I said, that's not sexist. No, it's equal. Mm-hmm. As a guy, like I said, there will be no pool boys. That's right. There will be no maintenance men. Put your shirt on. I got it. It's Play hot. Up. Put a shirt on. I don't care. Give me the satellite dish. I put it up there myself. You come Get out the there. Fuck out of here. Start putting on sunscreen. Your young sweaty ass, Jorge. Get out of here. You're fired. Your name Jorge for a reason. Keyword <laughs> whore. Jorge. Get on up out of here. Hey, that's my whore. Trying to trying to get one of them green card babies. I know Facts. what you're trying to do. Trying to stay in this country. That's right. We know. <laughs> Caught you. I'm glad Trump gone and I can make them kind of jokes now. It is, but you know what's funny? The media focuses on... Oh, we don't get into that. Let me stick with the advice. <laughs> so, yeah, my advice to her is, like, you know, if she clean for your husband, she good enough to do other things for your husband. So, yeah. sis, clean it up. I know it might be saving you time of wow. bringing that other woman there. I thought you would agree with time. me. I was like, you, you got to get used to... You know, the maid coming in and cleaning, it should be okay. Why? You think he, she should keep cleaning? Oh. Yes, but also, what was his point? He he likes this lady cleaning or no? I'm sorry. We uh, got very far away. Yeah, we sure from did. The topic. Um, I was talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be he wants her to, he's saying it's costing money. And I, he's like, lowering the standards of cleaning. But I just feel like, you know, she's probably working, she's got her own things going on. You ain't helping clean it, obviously, because she don't want to Well, yeah, like so that, that's so. where we're going to go with that. Yeah. Dog, you got to help her clean as well. Yeah. She's not the only person living there. And like I said, y'all can even make it fun time. Give her a nice little skirt to put on while she's cleaning. You help her clean, and then, you know, things come between. And you end up, <laughs> nine months later, you got another kid. We ain't got to talk about it. Start the OnlyFans if you got to. Hilarious. Just for the two of you. There so, you go. It is what it is. Hey. You just got to modernize that thing. You spray, she white. Whatever. Hilarious. You know what I mean? Phil, we got another question here. It's All a big right. one. It's a doozy. Hope you're ready. How can I look at my parents again after discovering that they had a threesome with my boyfriend 10 years ago? Oh my god. Yeah, this is deep. Nigga, what? I'm Okay, now this I know how you feel about these, but same just, advice as we did last time. Just, starting only fans. Just just look at this as just a regular question. Now how you get. I'm a twenty four year old gay man with a thirty one year old bi boyfriend. I've known since we got together that he's a lot more sexually experienced than I am, but it's never been a big deal before now. This weekend he met my parents for what we thought would be the first time. But it turns out that 10 years ago, during his quote-unquote big buy slut phase, mm. his words, they had a threesome. I recognize that no one did anything wrong. They were three consenting adults, and it's not like anyone could have known that he and I would get together in the future. Woo. But also, my boyfriend fucked my parents. Wow. I'm mortified. He's mortified. They're mortified. And I may never be able to look <laughs> at my parents again. <laughs> Please help Woo. us find a way to move past this. Man, what? Yeah, uh, I think I'll let you take the first lead on this. Hey, thing. I'm confused. Just so let me, let me make sure I'm understanding. Go ahead. 
Again, break it down. This dude, he lives in what we used to call an alternative lifestyle. His boyfriend, yes. He's into guys. And girls. So he's by and the guy's by. He's by the the person who wrote the letter is only men. That's the son of the parents wrote the letter, right? Right. The son of the parents is gay. Right. So and he had his damn dating the guy that slept with both his parents? Yes. Man and woman. Threesome. Threesome. Yes. Phil's processing right How now. How the hell did you find out such a thing? Well, I'm sure they recognize it. You remember when you have a threesome? Yeah, but shit. Hey, honesty always ain't the best policy. Shit, that's some shit that is hard to explain. Yeah, but it's hard to act like, oh, hey, nice to meet y'all for the first time. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing of like, if I'm being real, the way my mind works, it's a lot of shit you're supposed to get out the way, right? Right. But he said it was 10 years ago. 10 years. So they're not old. They're just old enough to where it's like, you're supposed to like what we call the hoe phase now, the slut phase. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to get these things out the way before you have kids. So it was 10 years ago. Stop. You before, mean stop. You, before you have kids. 10 years ago, he existed. He just was younger. Maybe he was So this teens. is weird because... I mean, this dude is literally a motherfucker. He he has fucked your mother, bro. And your father. He's a motherfucker, it's, too. Well, I, I, oh, I mean, bro. I'm not sure of that. I don't know what goes on in this type of arrangement. But for sure, he's a motherfucker. I, um, what do you so, think, though? What, what should he do? Well, this is what I think, and this is what I'm getting at. Here's my problem with threesomes. One is that's too many goddamn people to be satisfied. A lot of moving parts. Too many people to satisfy. I, I can barely Grab satisfy Grab my arm. One. Hold my leg. I'm 35 at this point. Yeah. I can barely satisfy one. Yeah. I don't need two. There's a lot of moving parts. Two is that whole phase that this threesome was supposed to happen in and all this sexual liberation is complicated shit for y'all kids. That's right. Y'all making it hard. Y'all do that shit before y'all have kids. Don't nobody need to be 40 then dating somebody and then find out that, oh, she just used to be on adultfriendfinder.com and, <laughs> and found me. Cuddle comfort. Nobody needs to find out that. Hmm. So y'all need to do all this freaking and fucking before y'all got kids now. All right, well. I'm no huge traditionalist. I'm okay with you flying your, flying your freak flag, as you like to call it these days. Proudly but flying. But you got to get that shit done before you have kids. So this is a mess that the parents done made. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to break with you, Phil. I don't think it's a mess. I mean, maybe it is a mess the parents made unintentionally. That's a mess. I'm going to break with you, and I'm going to say that, sir, you probably need to break up with him. I There's no way that I... Like, I can't see myself dating someone who slept with my parents. It, it's, it just be the most uncomfortable. I, I just. Well, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't deal with it. I but wouldn't. even then, I think most you gotta break people up. in that scenario would have fucked either your mother and been a motherfucker or your daddy and been a daddy fucker. But the fact that he has slept with not one, but both. But the both At the same damn that time. Made you. Makes all of this weird. You gotta break up. Nah. In which case, like I said, folks, 
have your threesomes and your freaksomes before you have kids. This gen is uh, hitting. That's all I'm going to say. I just want to say so, this gen is hitting. So, Sir, I think you can get... Uh, so you let's just all agree to that, that we stop having threesomes and going to orgies around... You know, by the time our kids are like five, let's let's cut it out. I know you gotta wean yourself off being a freak and being sexually liberated and the whole nine, mm-hmm. but let's cut it out around five because it just makes shit weird for our kids and our kids go away. You were at an orgy and then my friend's mom's was there. Like my friend's parents were at the same orgy and they yelled switch and hit a green light and then you switched and you were with my friend's dad yikes dad yikes like what is it? you know what I mean and, and like I said you know that that's that's enough as a kid to go alright yeah. this whole thing is just weird I don't know Really, I guess I'm going to put this on the boyfriend who's sort of a gigolo. His guy himself <laughs> going back to Nick Cannon. Yeah. He's a gigolo spending lots of dough mm-hmm. that you go, you need to keep your motherfucking mouth closed. Wow. Wow. To me, he doesn't value his Break relationship. Up. And I guess maybe he tried to get in front Phil, of it. it was 10 years. He didn't know his boyfriend 10 years ago. That's, that's about, well, how weird. you how you take it. It is weird, but how you taking old stuff and bringing it to the present? Look, there's that's no way. weird. 10 years ago, there's no way he could have known that he was sleeping with his future boyfriend's parents. He couldn't have possibly known. He, I didn't say he knew. I just said it's weird. It is weird. That's why I'm saying... If I'm the dude, I'm breaking up. So like, if you, you did that, put that shit on your Tinder profile. I used to have orgies with you, people that were like 30 years old. You slept with my mother. 10 years ago. You slept with my mother. You sucked my dad's D. Stop. Just it's put it in break your up. Tinder profile. No. I used to have orgies with people 30 years older than me. So if your parents were into orgies, probably don't date me. Listen. Right there on your Tinder profile. In the flesh, you're gonna have to decide whose advice you're taking. I say break up, but I don't know though. You know, Phil says, uh, put I it just, in your Tinder I'm, profile. No, I'm I mad at know. the dude who told the dude because he didn't have to tell the dude. Him they would have, the they would have, he would have known something was going on when the mother wow. every, every time the mother walked past, she kind of smiles and chuckles. 10 years ago, y'all about 58, y'all supposed to be getting dementia any minute now. Oh, god, any minute now. Right, Phil, your mother should forget who I yourself, am man. I see what you're going what I done to her. I see. Where you gonna behave yourself? <laughs> Your mother's supposed to forget that I'm a mother. Can you remind me why I met you? And then you go in the bedroom. No, yeah, they supposed All to right. be forgetting at that age. All right, let's slide on to Betty White. Phil, can you please explain the rules of Betty White for those the first time? Rules listening? of Betty White are uh, Avery here is gonna read some crimes and different things that have taken place around the nation. Yes, and other nations and um. I'm going to try to guess the race of those people. If they are Caucasian or other, I will say that he white. What if they're not white? What Couldn't have been no knuckles. No doubt. Couldn't have been us. No funny. Gotta bring that back. All that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. All right. So our first Betty White case. Go to jail. Do not collect $999,524. <laughs> In 2011, 53-year-old Michael Anthony Fuller from North Carolina walked into a Walmart store and bought a vacuum cleaner and microwave for $476. So far, nothing wrong with that, right? Well, Michael attempted to pay for his purchases using a million-dollar note from the game Monopoly. (laughs) 
after demanding change of $999,524 from the cashier, the police were promptly called, and he was arrested. He was charged with attempting to obtain property by false pretenses with a bond of $97,500. What you say, Phil? Monopoly money? Man. That's crazy. He went in there. He took all the $500 bills. Paid his Walmart thing. I'm going to go with Betty White. That's your final answer? Final answer. All right, let's see. Because the article does not have his picture there. I'm just going to try to pull it up. Hey, right again. The white guy. Yeah, because we black people, we kind of like, it's laughable. And we play Uno more than Monopoly, that we would more have hit you with a draw four reverse than we would. Oh, that used to piss me off. Yeah, draw four. Draw four. And reverse me, skip me, and draw four. No, what pissed me off is that you would drop multiple cards. Like, you'd have two draw fours and drop them. Ah, two draw fours. And everybody plays Uno different, too, so. Too many house rules, man. Everybody plays Uno different. Too many house rules. Stop it. There's rules that come in the box. Play by those rules. Mm-hmm. I can't go to Phil's house and play by Phil's rules and go to Monique's house and play by Monique's rules of Uno. Yeah. Yeah, what it is. It is what it is. All right, so let's get to the next one. This is a short one. Let me see if I can click on this and get this up here. All right. This man stuffs over $1,000 in his rectum in an attempt to hide it from <laughs> deputies. Deputies in Marion County, you know what, fellow? I'll give you a bonus if you can tell me what state this happened in. Come on. Deputies. Don't say that and then say, what state, Phil? Like, I didn't just catch that. Like, I didn't just live in Marion County for, like, a long time. Where's Marion County? Indiana, bro. Stop. Wrong. Florida. Nice try. You lose the bonus. Deputies in Marion County say that a Florida man stuffed over $1,000 up his buttocks in an into his rectum in an attempt to hide it from deputies after he was arrested. Early morning, I don't want to say this name because I feel like, all right, Patreon Stokes was pulled over on the highway for speeding. In the front passenger seat was a seven-month-old child. The deputy who pulled him over said he could smell marijuana coming from inside the vehicle. After searching, the deputies found 197 grams of methamphetamine, rock cocaine, and four grams of heroin. A scale was also found in the car. He also had a small amount of marijuana and a large amount of money on his person. He was charged with trafficking methamphetamine, trafficking heroin, possession of cocaine with the intent to sell, manufacture, or deliver possession of marijuana and possession of drug equipment. He was arrested and taken to the Marion County Jail. Officials say that when they arrived at the jail, the money Stokes had on him appeared to be missing. Stokes said that deputies had already collected the money. (laughs) Detention deputies then noticed something quite unusual. Marion County Sheriff's Office posted on their Facebook page, deputies observed $20 bills falling from Stokes' buttocks area. (laughs) After a necessary but undesirable process for everyone involved, they located $1,090 U.S. currency hidden inside his rectum. Phil, what say you? $20 bills followed from his rectum. Yes, sir. Mm. Man, listen. Yeah, the ass ain't a good storage place. I agree. Outbox only, no inbox. Yeah, exit only, no entrance. That's um, right. 
let's see here. Um, yeah, I, I don't know a lot of self-respecting black men that even, like, we love money. We make it rain. We got the money phone on Instagram. Right. What did Jay-Z say? Money phone to you. You on Instagram putting money to you. Right. No black youngster. We don't do that over here. That yeah. is like, I don't know, man. I don't feel like a lot of black men will be putting money up their ass, so I'm going to go with Betty White. Because, you know, you got to use the money again. You're going to have to give somebody gas money, you know, reach in your pants and pull it out. It's got brown stains on it. Um, I hate to do this to you, and I hate to do this to our people, but Phil, I'm sorry. Oh, he was no, black. yeah, put that the money up brother. his ass. He, what did he do before that? I'm well, sorry. I told you his I name was, well, first of all, I told you his name was Patreon. I didn't want to say that, but I thought that would be the you clue. His name, was Patreon. his name is Patreon Stokes. Yeah. He had the kid in the front I missed, seat. I completely missed that. Yeah, that's that's us. That's the Bombay Gin. Hey, Shout out to Bombay. Bombay Gin got me. He got both of us, man, because that gin is strong. Okay, um, I don't know. I want to do this one. I want you to get it too easily, but let's try this one. A man called police while sheriff's deputies were chasing him. I need help, please. Hold on, let me get the right story here. I'm trying to be vague because I don't want Phil to get it. Um, a man, a man called police while deputies were chasing him. Uh, the sheriff's office said it all started because the suspect acted suspiciously. The sheriff's deputy went up to the car and smelled a smell similar to marijuana. The deputy spotted a baggie that c- contained a green leafy substance. The suspect then grabbed the bag, put it in his mouth, and sped away. I need help, please, the suspect said. The man who was arrested after the seven-mile pursuit. There's a police officer chasing me, he added. Uh... <laughs> They obtained the 911 calls, and the operator tried numerous times to get the man to pull over. But during the call, the man tried to get the operator to make some calls on his behalf. The first set of calls was to his parents. Call my mom. Call my mom. Then he took a step further and wanted to speak to the president. Donald Trump is a close friend of mine. We made a deal, he added while he was trying to convince the operator. He then changed gears and tried a different strategy. My mom called me and said she was in a car accident in Homestead. My flesh and blood was in a car accident, and I have to stop and help you. (laughs) The deputies eventually got him off the road. The report goes on to say the deputies searched the car and found glass pipes with burnt leafy residue on them. Later, Field tested the particles, and it was marijuana. The man is being charged with tampering with evidence, resisting an officer, and two counts of battery. He remains in jail on a $99,500 bond. Phil, what do you say? I definitely avoided the name because that would have been a dead giveaway. I think that's definitely us. You think one of us is calling Donald Trump for help? No, we're not calling Trump for help. That's what he did. He wanted to call Donald Trump. Hey, get him on the phone. We're friends. A lot of them was fucking with Trump, even though he wasn't fucking with them. That's right. Yeah, I'm going to go with his family for 500 Damn, Phil. Uh, wrong. This is a white man. The white guy. His name was Eric Friedberg. Hmm. Eric with an A. That's wow. That is 100%. <laughs> Betty White. Give it to me. Ah, see, that was so obvious. I was like, nah. 
Yeah, but he called. Who a black person called Donald Trump for help? When the last time a black person called Donald well, Trump? Well, that's why I didn't say black. I was like Hispanic because it was a lot of them wearing MAGA hats too. That I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is one of those opposite Hispanics that. Because remember the CEO of Goya was like, yeah, I fuck with Trump, and it was like, wait, what? You know, Trump said he don't fuck with y'all. Absolutely. Like, so yeah, it was like I figured it was some opposite, some reverse psychology going on. All right. We'll do one more, and we're going to wrap it up here. All right? Yeah. Um, this is a good one. In early 2016, this man was suspected of arson and vandalism, so a warrant was sent out for his arrest. To help track him down, the police of Lima, Ohio, shared his mugshot on their Facebook page. The man clearly didn't think the photo captured his best side, so he texted a more flattering selfie to the police department saying, here's a better photo that is... Oh, wow. Here's a better photo. <laughs> that one is terrible. Use this one. Still obviously wanting to repair his reputation, the man then wow. called into a local radio station to justify his actions. Quote, man, they just did me wrong. They put a picture out that made me look like I was a Thundercat or James <laughs> Brown. Google it. <laughs> on the run. I can't do that. Hilarious. Police were delighted with Donald's help ah, and later arrested him in Florida. See, now that's definitely us. Because we don't ever want people to see us in a bad light. Uh-huh. We spend all our money trying to look rich instead of being rich. That we are very concerned with our image. At the least, let people are very vain. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna say this is a light skinned black man. Yeah, oh wow, it would be a light skinned black man. Yeah, he was. Hey, he trying to say I look like James Brown. I'm a tiny old thundercat. Dark skinned black man ain't remaining. Oh, I call myself, I describe myself as dark brown, and which I can take place in neither the dark skinned nor the light skinned side of the dark skinned versus light skinned wars. But this brother was definitely an Albie Shore. He was. He was. I, don't, I ain't no Thundercat. What is Albie Shore's song? Was Day and Night, I don't remember. What is the song? Well, Redbone? Albie Shore. Oh, 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 um, what Night and Day. Night and Day. If I could tell you how I feel about you. Night and Day. I feel about you. So, yeah, he, he's one of them types. I can tell you how <laughs> I... So he was definitely more concerned with his image than he was with being a good criminal. And, and I permed my hair and it got me in there in my old pictures, man. What's my perm picture? This motherfucker wanted to be a beautiful felon. Yeah. <laughs> and we appreciate it because you gave Absolutely. us that little bit of laughter. Like, Thank you so much. He what crime did he actually commit? Vandalism and arson. And arson. And then he texted them. Hey, y'all got my hair looking fucked up. Here's a new picture. Here's, here's, a, here's a better picture of me. So and he then, was treating it like comedy headshots. And then called into a radio station to complain that they <laughs> And said they let him looking like a Thundercat like James Brown. And y'all may remember that picture. That's right. Yeah. It's a man's world. Yeah, James was looking crazy. Not that I mean, he was like 78 at that point. Day. He survived Jim Crow. What Negro that survived <laughs> Jim Crow wouldn't look crazy. Yeah, like, firm and everything, boy. It would have made you crazy by then. Wow. So, yeah. Shouts out to that Al B. Sure looking ass brother, constantly nice. concerned. That motherfucker took a picture home, put a filter on it, sure and did. sent it sent back it to, to the house. police. And said, nah, this is the picture you're supposed to use of me. 
that says wanted. I even wrote wanted on it for you. So that's where we at with things, folks. Well, that's it, man. That's Betty White. That was a good one. That was. Phil, you was good on that. Hey, listen, y'all. You enjoying the show? Are you? Really? We need you to subscribe and show us some love. Leave us a voicemail. Get on anchor.fm. Leave us a voicemail. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about us. We're still giving away the Nintendo Switch. And listen to the ad after this. Let us know you're listening. Like, rate the podcast. That's right. Leave a review. Tell your friends. And subscribe. We ain't taking that much storage space on your phone. It's free. It's free. And we're there with you when you're riding on your long road trips. When you're going to work, you're at work. We want to be one of our day ones. Yeah, because we, because we, we, blow we don't up. remember that. Like, yo, them the day ones, though. Yeah, I'm going to blow Y'all up. I'm not sharing. Sure. a whole other category. I'm going to be in caviar. I'm not sharing sure. none of it with y'all. Out. I need all this caviar for myself. But we want you to keep listening. We do. Keep liking, Please keep sharing, keep, keep subscribing. Keep liking, keep sharing. We can see y'all listening to the podcast. Y'all yeah. know that, right? We can see the numbers. We see. We see 15 people from last week. Yeah. We see 25 from the week before. We see appreciate 55. Y'all. It's coming. From like two months ago. We but, but we ain't tripping. We appreciate y'all. Every last one of you. All you like, in Germany. Let yourselves be seen. We promise we're not going to make fun of y'all or nothing. Y'all treat us just like y'all do with comedy shows. Off Peterson in Y'all Germany. come in. Y'all try to sit way at the back. It's like, bro. This is a wireless microphone. I can walk back there too and make fun of you and your girl. Shout out to the people in Canada and Germany so listening we, to we us. We know y'all listening. Just go ahead and rate us. Leave us a review just yes. like y'all do them other people and we won't forget you, yeah, man. We're having a good time here doing this, man. This is a great thing. We and leave us that review, hashtag yes. day one, and we're going to remember Show us some you. love. You know, when we selling out the Apollo from our podcast, That's right. we're going to say day one. We day one right there. You. So listen, we want you to uh, follow us too. Uh, follow me on Instagram, the Avery. Nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Sorry, it's the Jen again. Follow me on Instagram, Avery Mason Official. Official. <laughs> follow me on Twitter, the Avery Mason, and make sure to follow Phil on what? At I am Phil Hunt on all social media. That's yes. Pornhub, OnlyFans, uh, Instagram, Ancestry.com, all that shit, man. MySpace.com. We appreciate appreciate all of you for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. But I don't know, though. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week. What's up, everybody? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know, Though, here to remind you about our listener contest. If we can get to 150 subscribers, that's 150 we're going to be giving away this Nintendo Switch we got here. Not just any Nintendo Switch, one that I used for about two, three weeks. Didn't work out, but it could for you. And you can get a brand, uh, a brand new used <laughs> Nintendo Switch with a couple of games. All you got to do is follow me and Phil on our social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason official on Instagram, and you can follow my co-host Phil. On I am Phil Hunt on all social media and send us a message with the hashtag but I don't know that's hashtag B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O put it out there you never know and once we get to 150 one of you lucky listeners is going to win that switch so I want to wish you luck thanks for listening and we'll see you next week <laughs>